Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood. Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast, episode nine. Nine! Cheerleader. Yes! Which, oh, it's such a good name for a podcast episode. I think so. Straight and to the point. Yes. So... We, on last the last episode, we talk about, like, breaking the cycle of negativity. If yes. you missed it, go back and listen to it. It's so good. So good. Yes. And, I mean, we do say that every time, but that one really was good. <laughs> We're a little bit biased. Uh, but, really, cheerleader, we all need a cheerleader in our lives. Yes. We can't do it alone. No. We. It's a village. It's a sisterhood. It's whatever. But we need cheerleaders. Okay, so I actually thought just, I was... Driving in my car, and I was like, you know, when something great happens to me, it, like, I want to share it with someone else. Oh, immediately. And I want their level of excitement to, to match, match my level of excitement. Yeah, you're so funny. It is so hard for me to, like, so my husband is very even keel. Yeah, He is, like... <laughs> Middle of the road. It is something that we have actually talked about a lot in marriage counseling. Um, because I am high, high, high. Same. And <laughs> when something good happens to me, like, I want high, high, high. Yes. And he comes in at middle of the road. So we're like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe his influences are just, like, bringing him down He's a little like, bit. like, yeah, babe, like, that's great. Yeah, it's cool and like and I realized that like I have this cheerleader mentality I want the hurrah oh yeah with me because I feel it is something that I feel so deeply yes you know Mallory my twin sister says the same exact thing she will call me and tell me something very exciting that's happened to her and she wants my excitement to match hers, which is easy for me to do. Sure. Yeah. Okay, same with you. Yes. You call me about the most minute things, and I'm just like, yes! That's amazing! But same. My husband yeah. is very even keel. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with him today about this. I was like, babe, this is awesome. And he's like, yeah, that's great. And I'm you're like, like, what? No! <laughs> Jump up and down in your office chair right now! And, you know, <laughs> I think it's hysterical because... I have, like, because I am a stay-at-home mom, I have created my own little cheer squad. Oh, like, yeah. When something good happens, like, they may, my kids <laughs> may have no idea what's happening, but D, my oldest, inevitably, he is ready to oh, party. He is, he is literally the pump-it-up guy. I mean, he just, he will dance when you want him to dance. Yeah. He will clap when you want him to clap. Like, he just is a feel-good kid. And he says, we're like, I'll say, hey, D, what about this? And he'll go, yeah! And I just That's love it. awesome! That's awesome! Yeah. That's great. Okay, so I want to talk about, you know, we have this excitement, we expect this excitement out of people, but on the same token, we also sometimes feel this sense of competition with people that prevents yes. us from being their cheerleader. Okay, so okay. that is a huge thing. Yes. That people struggle with so much. Yes. And I think especially when your circumstance does not, like, afford the same outcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, say that you are out there and you and a friend are single together. Yes. And then one of you... Oh, yeah. ...meets 
the man of your dreams. Oh, jealousy. And then <laughs> this other person is left just there all by themselves. Like, well, now I'm alone. Third wheel. And yeah. Yeah. But like, what if we, instead of thinking about self, what if we begin to like focus our eyes on like, yes, that is awesome. Yes. Like, and cheering for that person for the win that they have, because honestly, your win is coming. Yes. But that's so hard. That goes back to uh, negative thinking, which we talked about yes. previously, because that's, I think that is just our automatic, we are automatically inclined to go toward the negative. And we think about um, being left behind. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh. I'll never meet a, a, a man. Oh. I'll never get promoted. I'll, I'll never, never get pregnant. I'll never get pregnant. I've been there. Oh, I know too. what, I know what that is. That's yeah. a dark, dark yeah. hole. Uh, I'll never, um, I just said I'll never get promoted. I'll never buy a house. Yeah. I'll, uh, my kids will never, um, be whatever I imagine them to be. Um, and so like you just compare your life and compare your life to everybody else's life and it turns into this massive competition. Yeah. And you're just trying to catch up with these imaginary lives of other people and they're probably not even real. It's what you see online. Well, it's your own expectation. Yeah. Like, you're trying to catch up to your own expe- expectation of where you thought that you should be. Oh. Instead of looking at the person next to you who is winning for maybe the first time in a really long time. Yes. And they need you to come alongside of them and cheer them on. Absolutely. And, 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 and that can look like so many different things. That can look like cheering people on. Uh, that can look like the people you have, uh, on your side, maybe calling you out. Sometimes cheerleading is not always excitement. No. Sometimes it's a different form of support. It's amping you up to like, yes, get to where you should be or to get your goal. Like I think that for like even sports and stuff, like those cheerleaders are like, you know, go Johnny, go. And he's like running down the field. And like the more they yell, the more he's, the faster he's going. Yes. Okay. So I have a really good quote that would, that would just a perfect insert right here is in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Say that again. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. Dang. That's a dagger. Yeah. That hurts. How many times have you been really excited or done something great or something, whatever happened to you and you go and to your people and you're just, you're needing, and maybe it's not something great. Maybe you just need uplifting. Maybe you need support and they're silent. Okay. So let me kind of like pull back the curtain a little bit. Okay. So it was, let's set the scene. Okay. It was 2020. A windy night. It was a windy night. <laughs> it was 2020. Okay. And um, Megan had just found out that she was pregnant with A. Yes. And um, Mallory, her, Megan's twin sister, found yes. out that she was also pregnant. Yes. It was uh, two, um, just a few weeks later. And I... Also found out I was pregnant. We were all three pregnant we at the same time. We were pregnant at the same time. And yeah. it was so cool. Unplanned. Uh, totally unplanned. Yes. And um, so let's fast forward a little bit. And I went to a routine doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And they could not find a heartbeat. Yeah. And 
I got out and, you know, tried to focus my mind a little bit. And I um, called Megan and, you know, told her the whole scenario. Yeah. Fast forward a couple of weeks. I was not doing well. No. Um, Understandably so. Yeah. I was just not doing well Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Megan was having a gender reveal. Yeah. For her pregnancy. And I really, 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 really contemplated not not coming. coming. Yeah. Because I, it's not that I didn't want to see the good for her. It's that I wasn't, like, I, I was so lost in my own world of grief. Yeah. That I was struggling so hard to see past Yes. Like, where I was. Somebody else's goodness, yeah. And <laughs> I had this, like, revelation. It was, like, the the day of the reveal. And Jonathan asked me, he's like, are you, are you sure you want to go? And I was like, I do want to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. He's like, you know, I, I know that it's just been, like, a really heavy season. And I'm sure she would understand. And I was like, yes, she would understand. Mm-hmm. But the real truth is, is that... Going and celebrating her mm-hmm. and celebrating this baby was actually going to change, like, where I was in my own state. I'm crying. You're making me cry. <laughs> and cheering for her when I was so broken yeah, allowed me to see, like, the brightness and the beauty in something that I felt was very heavy. Yeah. And, you know, it's so difficult sometimes to empower other people when we're in our own situation of resentment um, or jealousy or just a stuck uh, season. But really empowering other women uh, does not come from a place of um, selfishness, but rather a place of selflessness. Yeah. Giving of yourself for other people. Yeah. Um, creates and and that is so necessary we, we're huge on community and relationships and uh, that is necessary a necessary investment uh, if you want to build a community yeah. and sometimes it's really really hard to give yeah. of yourself yeah when there's nothing to give yeah um, what's that quote that says um, uh, adjust another woman's crown when she, she doesn't know it's don't without telling her it's yeah. crooked or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, you know, as cheesy as that is, it's so true, is that you don't need to um, adjust her crown and also tell her, hey, this is what's wrong, so I'm going to fix this for you. you yeah, know? just celebrate her. Here. Just the, exactly. That is beautiful. You look great. Yeah. Yes. And so um, w- that, that brings me to what do we gain by being supportive of other people? I mean, you gain community. Yeah. Like, that is one of the biggest things. You gain, like, a community around you because inevitably you will find yourself in a place where you are going to celebrate something. Yeah. And you're going to want someone to celebrate with you. And because you were there for someone else, perhaps they are are ready and, and willing to celebrate you. Let's continue the story on. So, it was... 2021 yeah and I was you know we right off the heels of a miscarriage like I you know struggled for a month or two um after you know everything kind of re my body like recycled 
and I was so like nervous and so like my my mind was just in like such a rough place and I wanted a, another baby. Yeah. And I probably on a daily basis or multiple times a day would call Megan and it'd be like, okay, <laughs> like what if I'm not, what if I'm not pregnant? And yeah. she's like, but what if you are? Yeah. Like what if you are? Yeah. And then I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. And... I then found out it was a girl. Oh my god. Like I had because like not not just because I celebrated with you, yeah. but because I showed up in a moment of, of like hurt and hardness for me. Yeah. Like you then were also there for me yeah. in 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 my glory, yeah. in my excitement, in my you know, ups. Well, and I think we've touched on that before is that you cannot withdraw from the bank without making deposits. Yes. You have to invest. Yeah. And whatever that looks like, sometimes you're invited and you just don't want to go. Yeah. And maybe you're just really tired or maybe it's a long drive. Yeah. But you need to show up. And that that doesn't mean you have to show up every single time. Yeah. You know, we know that life happens and sometimes you really are just exhausted and that's okay. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully you have understanding friends. Um, but go get up get dressed and go and show up uh for example i've talked about a long distance friend of mine kelly um she lives in ohio so it had been a few years since we were able to make it um so her her son g and uh, my oldest mg are the same age they're exactly one month apart so we try to get together to celebrate birthdays it had been a few years since we've been able to make it she invited us uh last month and I looked at Josh and I said, we need to go. Yeah. We need to go to this one. Yeah. And it was a long drive. Yeah. With a one-year-old. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't like long drives. Yep. And so, uh, were we a little bit fried when we got there? Sure. Yes. But the investment made is so worth it. Yeah. Because then you can withdraw from the bank uh, and that doesn't mean you're going to take advantage of that friend. Correct. It just means that in a time of need, your people will... We'll be there. Yes. But I think that we need um, to be less of less aware of um, what it's taking away from us and more focused on the blessings that might come from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, something that really helps me with this is a support checklist. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay. So something I always say is faithful are the wounds of a friend. Yes. So, not that I'm intentionally trying to wound my friends. No. Okay? But sometimes we need to hear the hard things. Yeah. And that can equate to a cheerleader as well. Okay. Okay, so let's... We actually were just talking about this, like, in a like a personal conversation yeah. earlier today. Yeah. And, like, I think one of the things, like, if you're evaluating the people around you and seeing if you are a cheerleader, if you have a cheerleader, like, you know, you're evaluating all your people. Yeah. Um, you know, friendship and access is earned. Yes. And, you know, when Megan talks about faithful are the wounds of a friend, she's not talking about an acquaintance friend that has the ability to hurt you. Right. She is talking about like someone who has gained access through faithfulness. Yes. And loyalty. And loyalty. And, you know, they have proven themselves. They have shown you the fruit of their life. 
that is the friend that we are talking about. So yes. faithful is the wound of that friend because that friend's, um, that friend has your best interest in mind. And they're going to speak a hard truth. Yes. And they're going to call you out when you need to be called out. Mm. Sometimes you're making some really crappy choices. Yes. And it's affecting you. It's affecting the people around you. It's affecting your family. I mean, this is like, I feel like this is real, like, this is real life. Absolutely. Like, I feel like we have to have hard conversations with each other all the time. Yes. Irrational things that yes. come up where like, we're, you know, talking to each other. Why, why the heck are you doing this? Yes. Or we can get stuck in a really, um, dark place and we need to look at each other and say, snap out of it. Yes. Like what is realistic? Yeah. Think on what is realistic and, uh, what is true. Yeah. Ask yourself. And so also, um, friends who are willing to help with the hard transformation. Ooh, good. Okay. Because sometimes, uh, when you're having a friend going through a transformation, sometimes you want to run the other direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're like, I don't want to be a part of this. This yeah. is too hard. Yeah. This is too difficult. Yeah. Um, and so I think you just touched on that faithfulness and loyalty in your community who will walk with you through these hard transformations, yeah. um, who will be faithful with their uh, true speaking. Yeah. Also, um, t this falls hand in hand with taking advice from fruitful people. Mm. So who are you taking advice yeah. from? Who, who in your support system... Um, um, has a good hanging fruit. <laughs> I actually have a friend and, um, I absolutely love this person to death, but a long time ago I had to like make the hard line of being like, I am okay to pour into you, but you are not okay for me to receive from. Yeah. And so I had to start, start like, formulating ways to say things that yeah. would be like, this is the decision I've made. But you have to filter it sometimes. Yes. Because sometimes advice is not coming from a good place. Right. Just because they may not be or in a good place. Or a broken place. Like a, they, they're going to damage people. Yes. We've just talked about yes. that. Yes. Um, but also, are you being provoked to be better? Mm. To do better? So good. Um, are you, are you, um, just in limbo? Are you staying in the same place? Are you growing or are you stagnant? Yeah. And so having those people there to push you forward to do better, be better. Yeah. So that's our support checklist. We're going to totally yes. um, we'll, put that on Instagram for you guys because that really helps me personally. So a couple of things that I kind of like realized was, um, your win is my win. Yeah. And your loss is my loss. Yeah. And when when I started doing friendship and relationship in that way, it kind of really transformed, like, my level of commitment and devotion to the people around me. Oh. Because I then realized that I, as much as I want myself to succeed... I want Megan to succeed. Yes. Like, I want the great things for her as much as I want great things for me. Yeah. And when I stopped looking at things from, like, a just me mindset, I realized, like, oh, my gosh, the world is 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 big. And, and oh, all yeah. these people are out there. And we've all been so me-focused that we forgot about being we-focused. Ooh, we-focused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, like, creating around you a support culture. Ooh. Like, sur surrounding yourself with people that 
you know, good, bad, and ugly. They're yes. going to support you. And, and they're going to show up. Su- yes. And you know what? Show up. And even if you can't physically show up, you know, sometimes maybe they had a baby. Maybe they've experienced a loss. Send something. Make maybe a they phone need a call. pregnancy test. Okay. Been there. Send your friends a pregnancy <laughs> test. test. But you know what? Like, I, I have friends who live far away. Yeah. Okay. And they have babies. And obviously I cannot show up as much as I love doing this. Yeah. I love showing up with freezer meals Yeah, because that's what I would want. Yes. Do unto others. Uh, have we all forgotten? Do uh, unto others as you would have do, done unto you. Okay, but we okay. do live in a DoorDash world. Uh, uh, yes, email a DoorDash, mm-hmm. which I've done a, a lot. Well, you and Mal both did it yeah. when I had baby B. Yes. And it was so, like, it was just such a sweet relief. relief. Yeah, yes. So send something, make a phone call, you know, a text is great, but there's something so personal about a phone call oh, as yeah. well, Yeah, you know, and send so, a gift, send a gift. There's all kinds of boxes now and kitty yeah. things that you yes. can send people in the mail. Or, you know, one of my favorite things to get is, a uh, edible arrangement. Ew. Ah! I think I've sent those before. Yeah. I, I've actually never gotten an edible arrangement, and that's fine. I'm not saying I want one. But my point is, yes, yum, especially watch, the chocolate dip. Watch edible arrangements show up on your door. Okay, that would be great. <laughs> and weird. Uh, I mean, maybe a little weird. Just depends. But, uh, no, show up for your people. Like, because you want them to show up for you. Yes. You don't want to be alone in yeah. whatever it is you're walking in. And, and realize, like, sometimes, like, as dependable as I want to be, I have struggled with this showing up piece because I am a very, like, consistent, dependable person, or at least I, I think I am. Oh, a thousand times, yes. Um, but showing up sometimes for me doesn't necessarily mean actually physically showing up. Like sometimes I had to learn the difference between physically showing up, being physical in a place and also like being present and supportive on the phone. Yes. Being present and supportive from afar. Yes. Like there are ways to show up without having to be physical. And the only reason I say that is because we are also proponents for setting boundaries Mm -hmm. for, Self care mm-hmm. for some of those things, and I have struggled between like being an introvert and feeling like everybody wanted me to be like everywhere in person, <laughs> but actually being a supportive person like over the phone, yeah, uh, being accessible, being ready to to cheer somebody on in their wins or cry in their losses, like well, even if you know somebody's walking through something. Um, just a, a daily text. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. How are you doing? Hey, are you alive? Yeah. 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 Really. And so just having those regular rhythms of time with community, however that looks for you, um, this is important just just for intimacy with friends. Yes. And I think that we don't want to talk about intimacy with friends because we always think that it's sexual. We mm. think of in- intimacy equals sexu- sexual but or sexuality, but that's not true. No, it's not true. Intimacy is just having that deeply... It's into me see. Yeah. Ooh. Ew. I, didn't, I didn't come up with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with it. But it's depth. It's sincerity. Yeah. It's accountability. Yeah. It's loyalty. It's faithfulness. Yeah. And I think that's so hard to find in yeah. our me, me, me culture. Yes. You know, so, so important just having those rhythms of time. Um, how, in what ways, I know we've touched on this a little bit, but in what other ways can we be a cheerleader? And, and something that just, 
I wanted to share is a quote I found. I'm all quoty tonight, and I love it. Because yeah. it, it, that, I mean, they I speak love, to me. I love a quote. They speak to me. So, a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. So good. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I was just, like, thinking about that, like, um, like tangibly, and I'm just like, you know what? When we have those ceremonies, like a Christmas Eve ceremony yeah. at church or whatever, yeah. and everybody lights each other's yes. candle, and then the whole room is lit. Yeah. Just think about that in, in, in a friendship scenario. Yeah. How you can light someone up so by lighting good. their candle. So good. And how, how it would make them feel. Yeah. You know? And I just think I mean, I, I really do think that... You know, I, I think initially I was kind of stuck on, uh, like a culture of cheer being that everything is, is positive. Like, mm-hmm. but you really need a cheerleader when things are negative. Oh, yes. And more so you, you need a cheerleader when you need to be pulled up yeah, or when you need to cry or when you need to hear the truth. Or when, you know, something is absolutely amazing. Yes. When, like, when everything else around you, like, has no idea what's going on, you need the people that will surround you that will applaud when you need it. One of the things that I have started doing with specifically my boys, but all three of my kids, is um, cheering for the little wins. Yeah. And instead of looking at life as, like, I'm waiting for this next big thing to happen, I have started really cheering for the little wins. Yeah. And I've started to, to, to like, dissect things because, and it really started because of potty training. Yeah. Like, because. That is a huge win. I kept getting, (laughs) I kept giving D, like, you know, little pieces of candy, like, woo, pee pee, woo. We call them tingle treats. Yeah. (laughs) So, I was giving out tingle treats. And then I realized that, like, he didn't need the candy. He needed the affirmation. Yeah. That's his love language. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's definitely my love language. Absolutely. Yes. But the more I started to do it in that scenario, the more I realized that there are so many areas in life that we can be the cheer squad for. Yes. We can see all these little wins that are happening on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and we can say, you know, great job, mama. Yeah. You're doing it. I mean, okay, I see moms in uh, Target all the time losing their stuff, okay? Been there. Yeah. Been there. Me too. Losing their stuff in Target and they're like keeping their cool because they don't want to like lose their stuff in front of other people. Yeah. And I walk up to them and I just like just gently touch their shoulder and I'm like, you got this. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. You're keeping it together. Whatever. So I was at the doctor this week and the lady, like the triage lady was, or I don't know that that's what it's called. Like the nurse that was doing the check-in. Registration. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) she, she was just this like amazing woman. Uh, And we started talking about like life circumstances, like how I ended up at this knee doctor and you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And she, I, I had made kind of a snarky, snide remark about myself as I was, like, walking into my room. And it was really just, like, a negative blah, blah that I just, like, put out there. Like, yes. it just was, it was an unnecessary comment, and I said it. <laughs> and she closed my door, like, <laughs> shooped, like, we gotta lock this up right now. And then she opened my door, and she said, listen to me. Mama, you're doing great. Oh my God. Did you just lose it? 
tears just like oh my god i was like i feel seen yes and you know what that's what we need to look for is we need to look for what's underneath because when you see these people speaking out of negativity because of desperation or loneliness or isolation or just losing their crap because they're a a, a stressed out mom you need to look underneath what's causing this and call it out Call it out and say, you got this. Or what's going on here? How can I help you? How can I help you? Let's talk about this. Yeah, so good. And I will never forget when I was in labor with MG. I may have said this before. I'm not sure. But when I was in labor with MG, I was a new mom. I had no idea what I was doing. I was overdue. And I was induced in such terrible back pain. Labor, okay? My nurse, her name is Jada. And Jada, if you are listening, I think I've told her this actually, she changed my life because she spoke life over me. She had no idea who I was. She, She spoke life over me as her patient. She put her hands on me and she asked the God, she asked God to show her favor before she did anything to me. And it was just a little whisper. And, but I, but I could hear it and it changed my life because she was so, she was so positive. But she was so supportive. Yeah. And just very gently supporting me through this really, really difficult labor. Yeah. And I will never forget that. That girl changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, one of my most fond memories of being um, cheered on by somebody who didn't know me. Like, because I love moments like that. Me too. I love, like, a random, like, something random. Oh, thank God. That's why I try to be that for people. Me too. Yes. Um, But. I had just, so in the last episode we talked about, or no, in this episode. Okay. We talked about (laughs) miscarriage. Okay, yeah. And um, so I had to have a DNC. Yes. And, um, you know, they, they like wheel you back to the like the sterile room and then they, you know, do the thing and then they bring you into this like waiting room or waiting room, recovery room. Anyways, but this, this woman came in and she was cleaning the... Um, the machines around me. And I, I literally was like just opening my eyes for like the first time. I, I was like not even really super coherent. Yeah. But this perfect stranger like leaned over my bed and she said, you're going to have another baby. Oh my gosh. And I was like, but how do you know? Uh, and she said, I just know. Bless Don't her. worry. Bless her. Have another baby. And it was like the most like, 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 have you ever felt transparent? Like, yeah. have you ever felt like people like can't see you in a room and you're, you're just like, you like blend into everything. It yeah. was the most like just purely seen that you can be because I, this perfect stranger walks up. She literally whispered this to me and then like, goes about like cleaning like she was in the middle of her job like it wasn't even like she was you know (laughs) the the recovery cheerleader like she just but she was she was yeah like she she was exactly what you needed in the moment you needed it like I I was so dark I was so dark yeah and this like perfect angel stranger came and just angel stranger life to me isn't that a country song I don't know. Oh, it should be. It is. Well, I don't think that's the name of it, but yes. Oh gosh. I but I think we've all been there. We we've all been there either either needing an yeah. angel stranger. Yeah. Or 
being an angel stranger. Hopefully, maybe not a stranger, but <laughs> yes, I mean, being that angel for someone in need. Yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe it's a word. Maybe it's an edible arrangement. Maybe. Maybe whatever it is. Yeah. Maybe it's a freezer meal of a I mom. I mean, so here's the challenge. Yeah. The challenge is let's learn how to, like, cheer for each other. Yes. To see the wins. Yes. To, like, feel the wins. Like, don't just see them because, you know, know the people around you and know what it is that you would want. Like, that is one of those things where, like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's, like, the positive spin on that. Mm -hmm. Like, be the person that cheers from the sidelines for somebody else's their way. So that is my motto. I have said that for years now is that I try to be the friend that I want. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it comes full circle and sometimes it doesn't and that's okay but I'm gonna keep on keeping on being that friend because I really hope it comes back yeah because there's gonna be a day where I need it yeah you know we all do yeah so uh because we're so quotey today okay I pulled this from somewhere um it is um something called the positivity project um but the this quote says um Cheering for other successes is one of the five elements to the mindset of positivity. Oh. It is grounded in being happy for others when they make progress and then generating excitement when they do succeed. Even when you don't have skin in the game, when we do cheer others on, they will return the favor Mm -hmm. and they will encourage us in our path to exceed. I love that. That is so good. Words to live by. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, let's... Okay, ladies. Yeah. Challenge. Here's your challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, and this should be like, here's the challenge, but challenge accepted. Because yes. we all need to do this. Yeah. Let's let's cheer for each other. And as you're listening to this, maybe you're driving to work right now. Maybe you're driving home. Yeah. Maybe you're in the kitchen cooking dinner. Yeah. Okay. Think of a way or think of a person. I think we can all think of a person that we can call or we can uh, send a word of encouragement or we can send an edible arrangement, whatever, but do it, pick that person and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that what, I think that we overthink sometimes and we're just like, Oh, this or that or whatever. We make excuses. Yeah. But I think we just have to be willing to, to put in the work and to some, to, to always speak life, yeah. obviously. But even when it's uncomfortable or challenging, we have to be willing to yeah. just do it. And I think, you know, one more thing just to kind of like add into this, um, maybe no one has told you in a while or, you know, ever or today or whenever you needed it, but like you're doing a great job. Yes. You're succeeding. Yeah. At the things that you put your hands to. Yeah. Like, you are not your circumstance. No. And you are more than a conqueror. Yes. And you are worthy. You are worthy. And you are beautiful. And you are loved. Yeah. And, you know, all of these things, like, we genuinely, like, mean it. Yes. If you are standing in your kitchen and you're, you're sitting in your car, you are sitting at your desk, you need to know that we are cheering for you. Yes, we are. And we want to hear about your wins. We want to hear about your losses. Yeah. Uh, you can reach us on our Instagram, the Wild Sisterhood Podcast, or our Gmail, the Wild Sisterhood PC at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week.